it again. Can't stop, won't stop. It's the first edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show for the 2017 NFL Draft season. We are live on the Periscope, Twitter, Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show, everybody. December 5th, 2016. Wake up, it's draft season. We're back at it again. And I'm so excited this year because we have the ability with technology. You know, I'm always embracing the technology. And, yes, I've been keeping our guests holding, waiting patiently because of technical difficulties, but we have to love and embrace the technology because now we can live stream it across all the social media platforms. Uh, If you guys aren't listening live on the Blog Talk Radio, you can download it on iTunes. We've got three great interviews lined up all week this week, and we'll be doing hundreds, hundreds as we get closer to the 2017 NFL Draft in Philadelphia this year. Woo! Feeling good, feeling right. And uh, in case you did not know, I am putting together the roster for Cod's Gridiron Showcase and Symposium, the third annual Cod's Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. Really excited about it because we are going to be the most diverse all-star game event around. And I say that because of all the different conferences involved, Uh, We have all the Power Five conferences. We have quite a great combination, a 50-50 mix of SBS and FCS and small school talent and big school talent, and we've been keeping tallies on the Senior Bowl and East-West Shrine game and NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. And if you don't think that the College Gridiron Showcase is going to be right up to par with all of those events, I've got something for you because when we announced this roster I'm telling you, NFL scouts are going to flock to this event. They've been flocking to the event in years past. This is my first year personally working with Craig and Jose, and I guarantee you, this is my word, that it will be an all-time record for the College Gridiron Showcase in terms of NFL scouts attended, and that's because of the talent we have assembled, and we actually have one of our invites on the line right now. He is our first guest of the 2017 Player Spotlight Show, brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. Of course, you can follow us at NFL Draft Bible and give us a follow on Blog Talk Radio. Subscribe here. But now it's time for the man of the hour, the nimble giant, we should say, Alabama State offensive tackle, Jillian Ware, joins us right now on the Defiance Fuel Hotline. Jillian, I appreciate your patience and bearing with me, getting you on the show. How are we doing today? I'm doing pretty fine. How's everybody doing over there? Uh, we're doing great here in New Jersey at the Draft Bible headquarters. And, you know, first off, let me publicly congratulate you on the College Gridiron Showcase invite. I'm looking forward to meeting with you down there. And uh, this is the first uh, player we have actually publicly announced. So I want to congratulate you on that invite. And secondly, I want to let you know that we have some of the biggest uh, draft prospects on that defensive line. So you are going to have your hands full uh, going up against some of the talent there. But let's start off with you because, you know, you've been on our radar since the preseason and uh, all Southwestern Athletics Conference first team selection this season, three-year starter, um, you know, lots of accolades we can discuss. But let's first start off with your height and weight, because I have you listed here at six foot seven and a half. Uh, I know 
your your weight has been listed anywhere between 294 to 305, but let's get the official height and weight from you. Of course, we'll get it at the Cobb Gridiron Showcase, but while we have you here on the line, last time you uh, measured yourself, what did you come in at? Um, so I was about six, seven and a half, just like you had, and as of right now, I'm like around 310. Okay. So did we did we bulk up a little bit since the start of the season? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, and I mean that's that's fine because you know when you look at your frame, I call you the nimble giant. You're you're a three hundred pounder, but you're you're a modern offensive tackle is what I like to say in the NFL. You're seeing a lot of guys now come out of college that are lean and mean. Back in the day, you know the the Cowboys three hundred pounders of the nineties. Those guys were fat. They were overweight. Now you're seeing more guys come out of college lean 300. Uh, you know, is adding more bulk at the next level something you want to do? I know uh, your athleticism is a great asset. Do you feel like you can bulk on some extra weight, keep that agility? How do you feel about your weight and your size going on at the next level? Um, putting on a little bit of weight has always been something I wanted to do because I remember I came into college around – 250 pounds playing offensive line, so I had to put on some more weight. So, and just like you're right, uh, I'm a tall, lean guy, so I can always put on some more weight, put on some more muscle, you know, in a healthy way, and it's going to be nothing but a good thing for me. Now, you guys over at Alabama State, there's no there's no secret. I mean, you guys love to run the ball. It seems like every year you guys are uh, amongst – the nation's leaders in rushing yards, over 2,800 rushing yards as a team once again this season. Uh, For those tuning in and just hearing about yourself or maybe curious about the Alabama State offense, I mean, describe it to us uh, for somebody listening for the first time. What what style of offense do you guys play? Uh, We mentioned it's obviously run-orientated. Is that uh, something that you prefer to do, run mauling, or, or do you like the pass protection better? I mean, enlighten us. Dive into some of that Alabama State offense for us. All right. So my um, offense is very run-oriented, just like you said. Um, but we use our run to try to set up other things. But it just so happened that we run the ball. They were really, really good at running the ball. So once um, people start to feel the run, fear the run, I'm sorry, the pass starts to come. Then when the pass starts to come, we go back to the run, and we basically just uh, take whatever's open. But most of the time we're looking for the run. No doubt about it. And we're talking to Jill and Ware, Alabama State offensive tackle. We're broadcasting to you live on the social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Periscope, Blog Talk Radio. Of course, if you're just tuning in, you can download it on iTunes, the Blog Talk Radio archives. We'll get it out there on the Facebook world. And this is the first of hundreds of interviews we're going to bring to you leading up to the 2017 NFL Draft. And uh, Jill and Ware is a guy, if you don't know who he is, uh, you should know. And, and that's what we do here on this show. We bring you the names you need to know first since 2002. I've been hosting this podcast right here on the All Access Football Channel for over a decade strong now. So uh, I, I don't waste your time. Uh, I bring you the players that, you know, are going to be playing on Sundays. And, Jillian, you know, you, I believe, are going to stick at that left tackle position. We mentioned three-year starter, long 34-inch arms, 10-inch hands. I talked to a couple NFL teams about you. They gave me some of your measurements. And, of course, 
We'll get that uh, confirmed at the College Gridiron Showcase. But let's talk about this past season. You guys obviously didn't have the success that you wanted, four and seven. But being a three-year starter, uh, a senior leadership, going out on a good note at, at homecoming, you guys went out on a good note. What was the message that the seniors left with the underclassmen after that homecoming game? Um, after that game, we really just wanted to um, have a message of, like, um, don't put off anything, you know, just because um, I know um, around, you know, like, past seasons and stuff like that, the um, little the motto pretty much, just some people who wasn't, it wasn't really a good one, but it was like, we got it next year. So a lot of the seniors told um, up-and-coming um, the uh, underclassmen that, don't put off anything because, you know, one day you keep saying next year, next year, next year, until you don't have a next year. And, you know, now that you've actually had some time to reflect on your collegiate career and let it sink in a little bit, uh, what's, what's, what are you going to miss the most about your, looking back at your college career? What are some of the memories that you uh, are fond of? Um, just, um, some of the people I've met, I met some amazing people here at Alabama State, met some good friends, friends for life, um, good coaches, just overall good people here. So that's something I know I'm going to miss the most. Now you're a, you're an Alabama boy from Valley, Alabama, uh, multi-sport athlete. I see football, basketball, soccer, track. How did you wind up at Alabama State? Take us to that journey back coming out of high school and uh, being recruited. What made you land at Alabama State? Um, I would say uh, me coming to Alabama State because I remember, I can actually remember today, um, Coach Barlow and Coach Bradford actually came to my school. Uh, that was the coaches for um, Coach Jenkins and everybody came. Uh, I can actually remember them coming to my school and um, – offering me. Then I remember I kept in contact with Alabama State and things like that. So um, once, um, you know, signing day and stuff came around, I took my official visit and I just fell in love with school. So once I did that, I um, committed on the visit. So uh, all I had to do was sign on signing day and I was on my way here. All right, fair enough. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about your skill sets and attributes on the field in between the the lines, we'll get a good look at you up close at the College Gridiron Showcase with our live stream coverage. And, um, you know, first off, I mean, how do you feel? I mean, coming out of the SWAC conference, uh, going up against some of the uh, conference power five schools, I mean, some people talk about the difference of speed. Uh, some people say it's not a big deal. You know, you're going to obviously have a, a small school label on you during the draft process. Do you pay any attention to that stuff? Does it provide an extra little chip on your shoulder? Or how do you view that? Um, it does put a little bit of a chip on my shoulder because I want to show that people from the SWAT can play just as good as the people from the, the SECs, the ACCs, and stuff like that. So um, I definitely want to go out there and represent for um, the SWAC and HBCU and uh, everything like that. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to the challenge and looking forward to the competition and uh, just waiting to shoot my shot pretty much when I get there. 
Absolutely. Now we talked about your great athleticism and the size at six foot seven and a half, three hundred ten pounds. Uh, your athleticism is right up there with just about off, any offensive tackle in this draft class at any level. Give us another, you know, strength of your game. Obviously, we know you have great size. We know you have great athleticism. Give us another strong point of your game. Uh, another strong point of my game would not like I have. Um, well, the way I describe it is when I um, when I play football and my pass protection, I play basketball pretty much. I stay light on my feet and like to um, mirror the guy, just like old mirror drill and basketball and football drill. So I would say my feet are pretty much another weapon that I have when it comes to um, me playing football. All right, makes sense to me. I like that. Um, how about, you know, we do get NFL scouts and teams that listen and watch our show. If they wanted to check out your best three game films of your career, whether it was this season, previous seasons, which three games should they go back, pop in the tape, and watch? Which three games? I would say – I put you on the, I put you on the spot now. Yeah, I'm trying to – I'll say um, Alabama A&M uh, from last year. That was a pretty good one for me. I would say um, – I think it was Texas Southern this year. And I would also say – um, Tennessee State last last year or the year before. All right, so uh, now, I think there were three good ones for me. So there you go. So now next time you get asked that question, you'll be able to roll them off your tongue like nothing because that question's coming for you. Um, all right, we talked your strengths. Dylan Ware, Alabama State, we talked some of your strengths. We talked about some of your best game film. Now the NFL draft season is upon us, and it's time to work on some of your weaknesses or improve certain aspects of your game. So as you begin to train and prepare for the NFL draft these next few months, what's an area of your game that, you know, you're going to set out to get better at? Um, I'll, I'll say I want to tighten up my run blocking a little bit. I have a tendency to kind of get over my toes a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to fire off and hit the guy, and I get over myself and lose balance. So I want that's something I really want to tighten up before I um, get to the all-star games and get to wherever I'm going. And how about, you know, from a coaching standpoint, you know, coaches always want to know, how do you learn best? I mean, are you a visual learner? Are you a, a verbal communication guy? Do you learn by writing things down? I mean, what is your preference of learning? How do you kind of absorb information the best? I'm more of a walkthrough guy, you know, uh, getting physically standing up and uh, moving to where I need to be and doing what I need to do and stuff like that. But as far as me um, like actually sitting down in a room or something, I'm more of a, like, a visual learner, like watching film and things like that. And, you know, the other thing, too, with the NFL, the, the, the ultimate gauge, the undefined measurement that no NFL team can, can measure, the – the it factors, if you may be. I mean, teams really want to know how much do you love football, and, and they don't find that out 
until the players get on their team and sometimes have that contract in hand. And, you know, you can never measure a player's heart. I mean, where does, where does football for, fall for you, John? I mean, are you a guy constantly in the film room? Uh, do, you, do you live, eat, breathe, and sleep football? I mean, how much of an importance is this game of football to you? It's of a huge importance to me. Like, it's something I've done most of my life, probably since I was, like, nine. I signed up for my first little rec league football team, and I've loved it ever since. As far as being a guy who eats, breathes, and loves football and stuff like that, I do. But I've seen people go above and beyond to, like, a different level and things like that. Cause I, have, I have teammates who, who, like, I thought before I ate, slept, and looked bread football and stuff like that, but they really did. So once I saw that, I saw that I had to um, take it up to another level to get where I want to be. All right, very good. How about something we might not know about you, whether – it's about your playing game or something off the field. Uh, what's something we can learn about you, you know, that we might not have known prior to the show? Um, those we might not have known prior to the show. Uh, a lot of people think just because um, I know I'm a college football player that I'm really just this, yeah, you know, I'm a big guy and stuff like that. I'm like one of these mean, broody guys and stuff like that. But I'm really just a, uh, a chill, laid-back kind of guy, you know. I don't do too much. I know I don't get into too much, but I don't know why everybody thinks I do just because of how I look and how big I am and stuff like that. So I say that's something a lot of people get surprised when they talk to me that I don't – I'm really not like a loud person, not really an out-there person. I'm just kind of kept to myself. Well, they're, they're used to uh, watching your mall guys out there on the gridiron, I'm sure, and then they see you walking around uh, campus, and, and uh, that's very good. We did not know that about you. Uh, Jalen Ware here, Alabama State. We're winding down here on the Player Spotlight Show, brought to you by the NFL Draft Bible. I am your host, Rick Saratella, and I am learning a lot myself. I'm getting really excited uh, to watch Jalen here. Uh, compete at the Cosgrudarn Showcase down in Bedford, Texas, January 7th through the 11th. Um, how about, you know, obviously your goals right now, I know you're all in on the NFL, but how about um, outside of football, any future goals, anything you want to do off the playing field or maybe after your professional career is over, anything that you aspire to do uh, later on or, or off the field in life, Jalen? Okay, so off the field, I have a couple of um, goals. For one thing, you know, um, I don't know if anybody else knows this either. I recently just had a son, so I want to be the best father I can to my son. Well, I've been his life forever. and Thank you, thank you. I want to be in his life until I can't anymore. And um, off the field, um, I have a – honestly, I want to be a, th- a physical therapist, Um I have, like, I really want to help people and help people rehab and get back to their everyday lives after an injury or after something, a sickness or something happens to them. And I take really pride, I take um, pride in helping people off out um, off the field. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I take a real big pride to help people off the field in ways like that. So I really want to be a physical therapist when I um, get done with football and probably go back to school and things like that. And those goals are mine. All right, well, you actually might get a good perspective on some physical therapy because now a lot of the 
NFL combine training facilities are also physical therapy rehabilitation facilities as well. So you'll probably get a glimpse into that world. Uh, you know, I know it's only December 5th right now. How far have you gotten into the agent selection process and the NFL training facility? Have you delved into that area yet, or are you still making your decisions into that? Um, as of right now, I'm still making my decision. I'm nearing it down, I guess. <laughs> but um, I said I am um, I'm hearing people out. People um, um, getting my name out here and there for some other people. So um, as soon as I make a decision, I'm just going to have to um, make it and roll with it. You know what I mean? But as of right now, I haven't made a decision. No, it's a very overwhelming process. I mean, uh, you know, something I'm a big advocate is and, and something that the Cobbs Gridiron Showcase and Symposium do is at the symposium they like to educate the players on these situations because the the college football season ends and a lot of players put, you know, these kind of decisions off until the season wraps up. And then suddenly, you know, Hey, uh, combine training starts in a couple weeks. Uh, the combine is in a couple months and you all suddenly have to pick an agent, a training facility, uh, amongst other things. So, uh, definitely, you know, best of luck on that process. Let me know if you want to pick my brain on anything. I try to steer you in the right direction as best I can. I always try to do that. And uh, let's see, last thing here for you I have is, um, you know, you have some teammates as well on the NFL radar. Uh, talk to us about some of your teammates in this year's draft class, if you can, and who are some of the players on next year's squad we should keep an eye out on? Um, okay, so this year, this we, do, well, we do have a couple other people who's on the uh, NFL radar. We have our um, linebacker, Courtney Berry. He's been um, a two-time SWAC defensive player of the year, 100 tackle seasons and all that. Um, that guy's like, he's a machine. Like, he, I never seen anybody like him. So he um, would be a great grab for anybody. And we have our tight end, Brandon Barnes. He's um, he's also a great talent. Um Big frame, sure catch, love the game, and he's somebody that will also be a good grab for somebody. Then we have um, Roger Henderson, our uh, defensive tackle. Um, that man's a that man's a beast when he wants to be. So whenever he um whenever he fires off the ball, I ain't seen too many people stop him for anything. So, and I know um yeah, that's for this year. So those guys are gonna um. Those guys are going to be somewhere in somebody's camp too. I wholeheartedly believe that. So, and as of next year, some people to watch. We have um, oh no, I forgot about this year. Um, Kerry Williams, our center. Kerry's very, Kerry's good too. Kerry's very um, attentive to the game. Very good. He's a big detail person. He's he's a big um, on um, he's been on so many levels. He was a big part of our offense also. So yeah, but um. For next year, we have um, we have uh, Samuel Baptiste. He's um, he's gonna be good for us because he plays he plays so many positions for us. He plays left tackle, he plays left guard, he plays right guard, he plays um, right tackle, and wherever you need him, he'll play. And he has um, footwork and the size to do any of it. And we also have um, another offensive lineman, Shaq Powell. He um, 
he's good and he's big and athletic. So, uh, you know, he's probably up there with me when it comes to athleticism. That's how I feel. And we have like we have a lot of people, man. Just like we have so many people that can end up somewhere. So just um, when all that well, happens you know, say, for him, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. I t- no, 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 you're good. I was gonna say, yeah, you might have a future in the agent business yourself when it's all said and done. The way you uh, represented those guys, I mean, uh, you sold them really well. I know you guys have a handful of guys on the radar this year, and. Uh, I've been digging into uh, Roger Henderson. I mean, he's a big boy. Uh, what's it like going up against him in practice? Because I, I think he's close to uh, 360, 370 pounds. I mean, what's the strategy when you face a guy that's bigger than you like that? Do you use a different approach? Make sure you get up under him and come off the ball, because if not, he will roll you over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good now. Uh, we always wrap up this show with a quick segment called Three and Out. We're going to run through a couple questions uh, outside the lines, get to know you a little bit more off the field real quick here, Dylan. And uh, being from Alabama, I'm sure you have a favorite southern meal. But, uh, you know, what is your meal of choice if you had to choose one? My meal of choice? Um I know the one thing I always love, my mom cooks. She always um, cooks, like, salmon and biscuits and rice and stuff like that, and it's always, like, the best thing ever to me. Yeah, I'm a big salmon fan. So uh, if I'm in the Valley, Alabama area, I will definitely hit you up and uh, see if I can get an invite to dinner. Uh, oh, no problem. How about <laughs> – thank you. If you could visit one place, I'm going to buy you – I'll buy you uh, – Never mind a one-way. I'll buy you the round-trip ticket, but you don't have to use the ticket if you don't want to come back. But if you could visit one place anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Anywhere in the world. Um, hmm. That's like a lot of places I would like to visit because I, um, actually I want to be like – I actually want to travel. And it's like I have like a, a lot of places I want to go like um, overseas, like – I always want to go outside of the country. No, I want to go somewhere probably like one of Paris, France, or um, go somewhere. Um, I always wanted to see like um, I always wanted to. I know Hawaii is not outside the country because it's part of the United States, but I always want to go to Hawaii and like stuff like that. Just basically like basically really cultured places like that, like diverse culturally places. Just somewhere that's completely different than America. I just want to see how that is over there. Well, I've been to Hawaii, and I will warn you that if you if I do get you that round trip ticket, you might not use that ticket on the way back. <laughs> it is that nice. So, uh, definitely a good spot to visit. And I uh, I hear you're a big Chappelle fan. So, uh, last one for you. He just recently had a, a Saturday Night Live skit, but I'm curious, you know, what is your favorite Chappelle skit, and can we get an impersonation? My favorite Chappelle skit has always have to be um well actually I have a couple the um, Rick James one is always like the funniest thing to me the Players Haters Ball and um the Black Bush one those are like my top three not the Little John not Little John it's like not as funny as the other ones to me but Black Bush Rick James <laughs> and uh, the Player Haters Ball. <laughs> 
What? All right, you got my impersonation. <laughs> Let me get you. Uh, I'm not really big on impersonations. I always, like, I always think I'd be sounding <laughs> funny and stuff like that. I can't. <laughs> we almost got him. We almost got him. All right, Jalen, you've been a good sport about everything, and uh, you've been very patient with us. We really appreciate the time you spent with us, and uh, we wrap up every single show for the last 10 years like this. If we could um, just have you tell us why an NFL team should draft you, sir. Okay, um, NFL teams should draft me because once you do, you'll get you get a uh, heck of an athlete. You get somebody who's willing to work and do whatever it takes to get something done. So if um, you get me, you get a quality worker. All right. Well, there you have it. Jalen Ware, Alabama State, offensive tackle, six foot seven and a half, three hundred ten pounds, SWAC first team All American on the NFL radar, and we'll be at the College Gridiron Showcase. Looking forward to that. Dylan, I'm sure I'll be in touch with you before our event. But, again, we thank you for your time, and we shall chat soon, my man. All right. Thank you for having me. I look forward to the game. All right. There you have it, Dylan Ware, a College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium invitee. And we will have the third annual College Gridiron Showcase roster announcement show coming at the end of the month, I know the Senior Bowl and the Shrine Game and the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl are still trying to catch up with us and fill out their rosters, but our rosters are complete, and I'm really looking forward to We'll see uh, how many players do get picked by the Senior Bowl from us, but uh, I'm not worried about it because we have talent such as Jalen Ware, and this is a guy that I think will use our – event to really make a statement. And, I mean, I, I look at the defensive linemen that are coming to our event. I would say that's the strongest position that we have. And I am talking about all Power Five conferences, uh, SEC, down to the FCS. Uh, but if I had to guess, <laughs> the average weight of our defensive linemen has got to be about 315 easy uh, if I had to guess, I would say the average size is about 6'4", 315, some really big boys. I'm really excited. And uh, Jalen Ware, I mean, listen, this guy's big. He's athletic. He's strong. You heard him say he, he's bulked up and kept that athleticism, and that's what caught our attention here at the NFL Draft Bible. Uh, we never leave a stone unturned, and that's just one of many prospects we're going to bring to you leading up to the 2017 NFL draft in Philadelphia. I should let you know, tomorrow I will be at the College Football Hall of Fame. So if you are into all the live stream coverage that we do out there, uh, tune in for that. Rod Woodson, Randall Cunningham, Tim Crumry, uh, Troy Davis, Iowa State, you might remember him. Uh, we're hoping to have an interview with Archie Manning. So we're looking forward to that event. Uh, I've been to numerous times and the last year, well, for the time being, uh, the Waldorf Astoria has hosted this event for many, many years, and they are undergoing a three-year renovation. So this will be the last College Football Hall of Fame induction at the Waldorf Astoria for at least three years. They're going to move it across to the New York Hilton, but we will be on location there tomorrow. We have uh, player interviews lined up uh, for Wednesday 
and Friday. Of course, we have the Cos Gridiron Showcase and Symposium Show on Thursday. This week we'll preview some of those bowl game actions. Uh, of course, we'll have one of the co-owners on like we do each and every week, Craig Red, Jose Jefferson, who, along with myself, are working feverishly behind the scenes to bring to you a badass event that we will be live streaming uh, across our social media platforms. So uh, everybody will have an opportunity to check out our event. Uh, like I said, the, the NFL scouts are flooding us with credential requests. I haven't even hit them with the rosters yet. Uh, I'm excited about it, so I know they'll be excited about it. It will be uh, a historic event from the standpoint of the Cosgridiron Showcase because we will have more players from this event that go on to the next level than any Cosgridiron Showcase event in years past. That's just how I get down. I feel very, very confident in that. And I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, if you don't know what I do, where I come from, and who I am – I bleed NFL draft. I've been doing this for 15 years, and uh, it's just really, really invigorating to do this process for the first time. And I can guarantee you this, we are outworking any all-star event. Nobody, no disrespect to anybody, but we're just outworking everyone. And that's why when you see our roster, you will be impressed also. And I'm looking forward to the other all-star game rosters as well, because I love all the all-star events, because I love the NFL draft. It's just what we do, baby. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you watching. Check out the NFLDraftBible.com. If you want to get on my mailing list, I have uh, insider email blasts going out, RIC at NFLDraftBible.com. I'm up to, uh, I think, about 65 confirmed invites at the Senior Bowl. I think I have 28 each for the East-West Shrine game and NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. So we got about 115 or so invites aside from the College Gridiron Showcase, from the Senior Bowl, Shrine game, NFLPA game. There's already 115 invites that I've been able to personally confirm. I'm sure they're close to or at their roster maximum. So uh, if you're an NFL prospect out there and you haven't received an all-star invite or – Maybe you have and you're thinking about it. Maybe you're waiting on another event. Listen, snatch up the invite. Believe me, just communicate. And if you do get something else, you just let the other event know. And it's really that simple. And, you know, we talk about the process, uh, uh, the season ends, and then you get thrown into the draft season fury. I mean, uh, you know, we've had a couple players, really good players, really, really, really good players that did not get back to their invitations and we filled our roster and you know it it's it sucks there's no else other way to put it but it's all about communication and that's what we do here at the Cosgridiron showcase and symposium try to educate players i hate i hate when that happens i hate to put a player in that situation but it happens and we have to educate and teach these college prospects as they make that transition from the college to the pros. But, hey, I was your host, Rick Saratella. This was the first episode of the Player Spotlight Show brought to you by the NFL's Ref Bible for the 2017 season. We'll be back tomorrow with the College Football Hall of Fame. Shows every day this week, probably every day until the draft. Who knows? But can't stop, won't stop. It's how we do. Follow me on Twitter at NFL's Ref Bible. 
and we'll catch you next time, everybody.